Hello, Russell here. I'm very excited to bring you this free extract of this week's episode of Under the Skin featuring my guest, Dr. James McCleary. He is a member of the Elder Council of Inside Circle Foundation, psychiatrist. I mean, he's an unbelievable man. You've got to listen to this podcast. If you ain't seen that film, The Work, yet, that his son's made and he exec produced, you should check it out. It's like they go into Folsom Prison and sort of conduct a workshop, but that is a diminishing term for what takes place. Raw, raw emotion. It's intense stuff. You see real shit on there. I really recommend you have a look at it. Um, one of my favourite bits, and the bit that we're going to include for you here, is where we talked about the four Jungian archetypes, the sovereign, the warrior, the lover, and the magician. Uh, we talk about masculinity, and we talk about the emotional gateways to these archetypes. And just to clarify what is meant in Jungian terms by archetypes, it's like energy systems that are within all of us. What Are there psychic equivalents to the organs? You know, we all have a liver, don't we? We all have a kidney, don't we? At least one. We all have a heart, don't we? Some people don't. I'm looking at someone now who's got a pipsqueak instead of a heart. Side of the size of a sunflower seed. Hollow husk. So if we've got um if we, there are archetypes for our physical organic structure, would there not be archetypes for our psychic structure? Is it not possible? Anyway, we talk about the emotional gateways, how fear is the gateway to the magician, anger, the gateway to the warrior. You're gonna love this. And if you want all of it, you can have it off on Luminary. It's a subscription podcast network. It ain't that much money. You can get it for as little as two ninety nine a month. That's dollar dues with their annual plan. Plus, get a free seven-day trial. Why don't you get the seven... Look, all right, I'll make a deal with you. Get the seven-day free trial. Listen to loads of Under the Skin. Listen to a load of Lena Dunham stuff. Listen to Trevor Noah. Listen to Rain Wilson and Reza Aslan's Metaphysical Milkshake. Listen to them. And if you don't like it after a week... Just think, well, that was just a week of my life that I didn't very much like. A hard time during coronavirus. Uh, it's not available in all markets and it's subject to local currency. And if you think that there are no terms that apply, you're wrong. Terms do apply. Did you enjoy Duncan Trussell? I like so After that, I watched the last episode of Midnight um, Gospel on Netflix. It's amazing. That it's his, he's having a conversation with his mother three weeks before she... Um, died it's a beautiful conversation and like it's animated you should check out midnight gospel if you've not watched it yet and if you ain't listened to the duncan trussell podcast uh do that also on monday we're going to do a wide release conan o'brien episode with the great conan o'brien talk show host writer comic um well are we going to use the word genius to describe conan yeah shall we jenny's nodding Conan episode it's on my podcast it's on his podcast it's good it's really it's really funny and strange it's just like it's good to talk to comedians I really enjoyed talking with Ricky and Duncan and this one with Conan's really good hey before we get into this with James like way we do our podcast at the moment is we do them over zoom we also ask people to record themselves on their phone now James McCleary he didn't record it on his phone and he's a pretty he's a badass this geezer so he's not someone you're going to keep going have you got your phone recording, mate? Because you get this, well, two, two or three times across the interview, he says he's willing to use physical violence if he feels that it's necessary. So who knows? He may be think that telling him to record something on his phone would be. Anyway, what I'm basically saying is that the audio quality may at times be not up to the usual standards. But I ask you to, to 
persevere with this and tolerate it because the wisdom that is being conveyed is of high calibre and high fidelity indeed. I mean, I think we've been on a run, a really good podcast. You're listening to all these. You're telling your friends to listen to them. You should be. Well, no, you've got other stuff to do. Sorry, you just carry on doing what you're dealing with your family and your life and that. I didn't mean to pressure you. This isn't a James McCleary. And also go check that documentary, The Work. Thanks. Trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not no, a successful that, route. Yes, that's, that's, that's exactly right. We're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss. It doesn't look like an ideology. What's beneath the surface of people we admire, of the ideas that define our time, the history we are told? And welcome to Russell Brand. Under the skin. How do you differentiate between this kind of masculinity that is quite beautiful and about honour and the kind of contemporary narratives around toxic masculinity that seem to be sort of quite castrating and damning of maleness. It's particularly when we're talking about cultural environment that um, is dealing with a lot of fatherless men that don't have good access to good male role modelling. How do you draw this distinction between a willingness to assert in matters of honour? How do you teach that? How do you describe it? And how do you recognise it? Well, there is a whole lot to that. And um, so we look at the the archetypes, kind of the four main archetypes, uh, king, queen, warrior, lover, magician. And each of those archetypes have this uh, energy to uh, teach and guide. And the warrior's energy is about holding boundaries. Simple as that, right? And so anytime there's an emotional crossing of boundary or a physical crossing of boundary or a psychic crossing of boundary, the warrior has been trained either to prevent that or to take action once that's happened, right? And so uh, that is honor when who the basic nature of what the, the masculine is, is given the honor of acting in a way it should be acting, <laughs> then that's total congruency and total honor, if you will. And, you know, I mean, it, it keeps, it, 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 it's nuanced because each of the four kind of main emotions are portals into each of those archetypes. So anger is the gateway emotion into the warrior. <laughs> and fear is the gateway emotion into the magician. And compassion and love is the gateway into the, uh, the, the lover. And, uh, Joy is the gateway emotion into the, the sovereign, right? Because, and that's either in shadow or medicine. Because when you're in joy and you're, you're giving, you're in medicine. When you're in joy, when you're in full of joy and you're not giving, you're narcissistic, <laughs> right? You're arrogant, mm. right? So it's very simple to, to kind of see what emotion someone's in, the archetype, and then the subsequent behavior that's going to follow. And so uh, people see that uh, a, a man with gravitas or a woman with gravitas 
is holding a warrior boundary around what's really acceptable here. And we <laughs> all know what's really acceptable, right? <laughs> there's no nuances. That's what we're going to do. And if you don't do it, you know, there's a smack coming. I have a series to interrupt. I have a question around this because when you describe like the emotional portals to those archetypes and talk some what are the archetypes themselves, I've I feel like I get strong identification with like magician or shaman energy, uh, but as such, I experience a lot of fear in my early life. I've um, my attitude towards authority really before coming in recovery I've been in recovery 17 years was always re- do not trust authority authority is there to harm you to control you do not trust do not trust so now as I have become I'm a father I've got two young daughters now I have to become that authority I have this, this kind of sensitivity around fear and, att- and how it manifests James is a tendency to sort of overact to over assert within the like in that warrior if, if anger energy and it don't come from a grounded place i feel like i need grounding there i need to get earthed somehow i wonder what uh insight you have if there's fear you know the the medicine is that is curiosity right alchemist putting shit together to come up with something uh more valuable if it is in shadow, then you're trying to con somebody or manipulate them towards your own end. Now, so when you go into fear and uh, you, you don't relax into, well, I can figure out how to address this with my sons in a way that they're going to get it. And I'm going to bring some warrior into it so that they get them serious and hold the boundary. That would be a grounded way to look at it, right? But instead, when there's no balance, you're going to tip. It's going to tip and use more energy in, in each each of those uh, archetypes. And you need to have it's a shotgun uh, when all you need is a fly slaughter, right? From my own limited experience of uh, incarcerated men, uh, I, I've noticed that there was more fear in the mix than I would have anticipated before I had that experience. Did that thing I've described there about the not being grounded, is this a, is this common, do you think? It, with men coming in or the men who are incarcerated? Well, like, both. Well, of course, uh, the men who are already incarcerated I mean, that's Folsom Prison is the, the most dangerous prison in the United States. There's more violent uh, eruptions in there than any place on the, any other prison, right? And so, and the politics is, is very sophisticated and very entrenched, right? And so th- they're not being violent and aggressive because they're out of fucking control. <laughs> it's almost like the in, in Japan the spaces are so small there has to be a high degree of respect for people's spaces right and when there's an infraction everybody knows that so if you invade into somebody's space it's deliberate right and that has to be swiftly and quickly and definitively taken care of the other thing 
is, I mean, it's a, it's a community, it's a society. So there's a consumer operation in there beyond belief, right? Everything is bought and sold and, and bartered, and, right? And people, different sex control different markets. And so part of that is the key control, the violence and aggression is the key control of that. And that's why we do it in the chapel because those are two zones which are firmly in everybody's psyche. This is a neutral zone. Be no shit here. So one of our agreements is there is no, there is no politics inside there and there, there's no aggression and violence. Even though it can go there, so you have to main, you have to have to have some process and trust in place to interrupt it. It's not that we believe it ain't never going to happen. We just believe in spirit uh, coming and, and allowing us to have the process that's going to stop it. With your thank, thank you. With your experience um, with uh, indigenous people in South America, uh, how, why is it? Do you think that uh, the, what the the practices they have are so uh, relevant to modern people? Does that, what does that tell us about the way that we have been civilized, and what does it tell us about perhaps ideas around uh, I don't know the universal and reliable rules or reliable parameters? Yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to answer this, but just from my own uh, thinking and, and my observation and experiences, the communities are smaller. And so when communities are smaller, uh, everybody has to cooperate for, for the well-being of the total community, right? If somebody is not hunting to their best self, there'll be no, no game to, for, to eat. It's as simple as that. And uh, there has to be a clarity around people's boundaries. When resources are dependent on what we bring in. And so they've just, there's just a higher sense of respect, a, a lower sensitivity uh, to, um, or a lower conditioning because the consumerism doesn't exist there. Right, they don't have to have shit, right? The younger people who leave and go to the some of the out out towns, they come back with radios and iPods and and stuff like that. It's just not a coveting of those things, and so there's a simplicity of honesty that that happens. I call it the me you it. Uh, me is if I'm empathic, right? I'm going to be in a place of appreciative inquiry, right? If I am authentic, I'm going to be in a place where I'm congruent. You see just where I'm coming from, happy, mad, sad, or whatever. And then if we both are in that place, which they are, they come to a shared it. And their shared it is pretty simplistic. Wow. Wow. I, I found this wherever I went. A lot of the same mythologies are the same. I was in in Africa with uh, uh, Kredo Mutua one time, 
and uh, a Commander Williams, who was the, the chief of the chiefs in Canada, came. He was at a World Peace in Durban, World Peace Conference, and he hunted up Credo because Credo, Credo, he just died. He was a Renaissance person in, in uh, South Africa, Credo Mutua. And he had written the story of uh, community and a peace belt, a beats. They had the same story and the same beadwork. The, and the colors, when I go on the reservation, some of the same principles, and they're, they're pretty simple, same principles are there, right? Where the ancestors reside, like in the Milky Way. And how did they come to you? Some, uh, a lot of times they come to you in orbs of light, right? Same ship. I, it was just so universal, but pretty simple, not complicated. And a lot of what I've been saying, that's, I'm, I'm phrasing it and, and articulating it in a way that, you know, we speak in our Western culture uh, through the construct of, of dialogue. But the idea is this is where, where they're coming from, like shadow and, and medicine and, and boundaries and archetypes. And that stuff is all about some, the simplicity of spirit and how it manifests in a practical way. That's, that's my, one of my particular gifts, is articulating the un unknowable, and so making the uh, abstract into practicality. Yeah, that's an amazing gift you have. Yeah, thank you for explaining that. If you enjoyed that conversation, go join me over at Luminary for the latest episode of Under the Skin. Go to luminarypodcast.com to start your free trial. See you there.